0: I will give you another reason to homeschool your kids. The view continues to ignore a true crisis at the border, and blame Republicans for pointing it out. And the mental health of our children comes to light. But is it, is it all about the children's mental health? This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So I was thinking today, I. There was so much stuff I wanted to talk about this week. I think I might do a podcast, a shorter one tomorrow, because there's just there's too much stuff. There's some fun stuff we got to talk about. How short people like me are sociopaths. Yes, that's an actual article, and it's a it, it comes from a pretty decent source. So it's kind of a trip. Uh, but there was so much to talk about. Even though this week was not a heavy news week, there was just a lot to go over. Uh, But there is some news. Uh, This is breaking. This happened today. Uh, Brittany Griner, the anti-American WNBA player who was serving a nine-year sentence for carrying vape cartridges with cannabis oil, was released from Russia today uh, through what is a prisoner swap. The White House celebrated this. They tweeted, moments ago, I spoke, uh, this was President Biden, moments ago, I spoke to Brittany Griner. She is safe. She is on a plane. She is on her way home after months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances. Well, let's not get too crazy about unjustly. I mean, she did break their law and she did get two years less than the maximum of That's what they do in Russia. This is not something bizarre. It is illegal to bring drugs into Russia. It is illegal to bring the same thing into Indonesia. They'll actually sentence you to life over there. So let's not get crazy. Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones. And she should have been there all along. This is a day we've worked towards for a long time. We never stop pushing the release. And... Corinne Jean-Pierre also made a statement. Um, Here's what she said.
1: On a personal note, Brittany is more than an athlete, more than an Olympian. She is an important role model and inspiration to millions of Americans, particularly the LGBTQI plus Americans and women of color. She should never have been detained
0: by Russia. Again, millions of people? She played for the WNBA. I'd never heard of her until she got popped. Of course, she's a woman of color that makes her important and she's gay. That is important. You know, KGP is gay and a woman of color too. So that's, that's really what's important. I guess that's part of the reason they decided just to leave uh, a uh, a U.S. Marine, Paul Whelan over there. And he's been jailed for far less charges than what she's in jail for. She actually committed a crime. This guy's saying, I never committed a crime. I was just taken off the street. These charges were thrown at me, and, and I'm now I'm serving 25 years in prison. But they didn't bother because, you know what, he's a straight white man, so he's not as important as, as Brittany Griner, who... As far as I can see, the biggest accomplishment she's ever made in her life is that she got on the WNBA and survived all the tattoos she put on her body. But whatever. So so who did they swap her out with for? Uh, a guy named Victor Bout. He is known, also known as the Merchant of Death. He is an arms dealer, a terrorist. He's been known to help uh, the middle east middle east and iraq iran syria give them arms to kill americans this is this is who they traded for russia has been trying to get this guy back for years so (laughs) i doesn't see see, real weak meat real weak tea deal here you couldn't have gotten both wheeler and there are two other guys stuck in russia under same suspicious uh prosecutions you mean you couldn't trade this guy for two people, or three people? Of the five people you could have gotten out of Russia, you got the one that actually did commit a crime and admitted it. In freaking credible. This, this, and of course they're 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 running around and they're waving their hands and they're celebrating and all this stuff. Meanwhile, a marine is stuck in prison in Russia. Incredible! Very weak deal. Okay, uh, and time has finally picked. They're a person of the year. What a shocker. Volodymyr Zelensky. That's right. You You can be invaded, take a few hundred billion dollars from the United States, and you will become person of the year. And from what I'm seeing, it doesn't look like there's that much of a war going on over there. Russia, it's not Zelensky's wonderful strategy uh, strategy that is defeating Russia. Russia just doesn't seem like they have much of a military. But hey, there's your person of the year. That's awesome. You know, someone said, I can't remember who said it. I am listening to podcasts all day. And someone had said, well, why don't you give it to Vladimir Putin? He's the one that actually started this whole thing. Why can't he be person of the year? Zelensky's been nothing but a welfare recipient from the United States and everybody else, and he just continues to bitch and moan about everything. I need more, I need more, I need more. I, I thought you're a person of the year. Do it yourself. Yeah, whatever. It just it just shows it, and you know you know why I trust Zelensky more and more? I mean, besides the fact that his country has been ranked one of the most corrupt countries in the world. I mean, corrupt but i don't trust Zelensky, and i don't trust ukraine and anything that's happening over there simply because the media just keeps pushing it and that includes fox news fox news is a little bit you got tucker you got a couple guys are saying well you know it's bad that they did this but i mean really do we really need to give another 40 billion dollars to ukraine i mean we're doing this constantly all right, so let's get to our three stories because there's actually quite a bit to cover today. That's probably why I'm going to do another podcast tomorrow. So, do you need another reason why you should homeschool your kids? Well, I'm going to give you one. Here's a good one, too. Um, this is an English teacher. And, of course, this is from Libs of TikTok on Twitter. If you if you haven't, you need to sign up for her newsletter. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, so, this English teacher is explaining why she doesn't teach English in her English class why come on you gotta know it you gotta know it because it's racist listen
2: As an educator, I am constantly worried if I am part of the problem. What do I mean by that? Well, public education is an institution that upholds lots of problematic systems in our society like white supremacy and misogyny and colonization, etc. In my role as an educator, I try to undermine that BS in my classroom as much as I possibly can. I teach high school English and whoo, the white supremacy runs deep. What do I mean by that? Well, let's look at how we write essays. Start with an introduction that includes a thesis. Always cite your sources. Use transition words like however and therefore these are all made-up rules they're arbitrary they were created by westerners in power in linguistic justice april baker bell calls this the language of respectability or the language of power she got me thinking what if i started my school year with a unit honoring how we talk rather than teaching students how to write properly so this is the start of my series on teaching linguistics in high school
0: so basically she's admitting that she doesn't teach and of course She's doing this on TikTok because that's the best place to say, I don't do my job. Okay, here's the thing. English is probably the most diverse language out there. I can tell you it's more diverse than, let's say, French. It's more diverse than the Arabic languages. Its roots are in German. Its roots are in Latin. It uses several different languages. It is not afraid to borrow words from other languages. English, it's why. English is probably one of the most difficult languages to learn because it uses so many different roots. There are so many exceptions. Spanish, on the other hand, a rather easy language to learn because there are really no exceptions. Spanish is its own language. Also, the reason you write research papers with an introduction, a body, that supports your introduction, and a conclusion is so that the writer can make a clear, coherent, and logical argument. Even though we do not write like we speak, the reality is you do speak a lot like you write. If you've listened to this entire section, I have an introduction, I have a body, and then I have a conclusion. It may not sound like something you'd read in a paper, but the reality is, if you go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, you'll read that, yes, it actually is a coherent, logical, it is broken up into those three parts. What's ironic is this woman is using the exact same structure she calls white supremacist. She's using an introduction, she's using a body, and she uses a conclusion to make an argument that that structure is white supremacist. So what is that? Is she a white supremacist? This is what kids need to learn. This is what's going to make a child be able to defend her BS policies. This is how she is... Defining her policy is using this structure. By the way, this is something that she doesn't quite mention. All languages have this. All languages have structure. All languages have rules. French and German have rules. And they are actually more confining than English. Are they white supremacists? What about Spanish? What about Arabic? Hell, we could go to Swahili. They have a structure. As a matter of fact, the languages that are are far more based, like French. French does not does not deviate from French at all. For example, one of the things the uh, French scholars and even the president of France, Macron, have said, all this crap they're doing with changing um, the Uh, masculine and feminine pronouns and things like that. Yeah, we don't do that. We're not doing that. They have said that. In France, you have to speak French. Now, they have different, uh, not not even different dialects. They have different accents. But is French, which does not want anything to do with any other culture, is that white supremacy? Of course not. (laughs) As far as her holding lessons on how we talk, that is already a discipline. It's called linguistics, and I'm pretty sure she's not qualified to teach it. And I'm sure she's bringing up things like, um, uh, I can't remember, Ebonics, the different dialects, things like that. I'm sure she talks about that, but I'm not really sure she's probably qualified. I'm an English literature major. I did study a little bit of linguistics in college because I had to. Uh, It's a very interesting class, but I'm definitely not qualified to teach it. Mind you, she gave an example of how to write and called it racist. She didn't say why. She said it was colonialist, it was racist, it was bigoted, it was whatever. Okay, she gave you all those, she said what it is. She didn't say why it is. The question is, why is English? I, I, the discovery of America, they, they talked about Columbus coming to America. Columbus spoke Spanish. He speak English. Why isn't Spanish a colonialistic language? This is what these people always do. They always point out... And by the way, the rules of English, the rules of any language, they're not arbitrary. <laughs> they're there for a reason. For example... Ending your sentences with with a preposition. I hate when people do this. Where are you at? Okay? There's a reason at shouldn't be at the end. A preposition is preparing for something else. Where are you at home? That's what it is. Where are you is is the question. Not where are you at. Because that at is a preposition. It's preparing for something else. I am at home. At is the preposition... For home. That's why it drives me crazy when people end their, their sentences with preposition. That is, there is a reason for it. There's a reason for structure. It's to make the language clearer. They're not arbitrary. She didn't, I, wherever she got her English degree, go return it and get your money back. You don't, You didn't learn dick. But why are? why is she doing this? Why are they doing this? This has nothing to do with English. This all has to do with Western civilization. Even though, honestly, Western civilization is made up of French, Italian, German, Norwegian, Greek, and all the other European languages. They're part of Western civilization. It's just destroying Western civilization, specifically the beacon of Western civilization, which is the United States, which speaks English. Because we already see in Europe, they are they're destroying themselves, even France. But the one thing that should get uh, we, we should get out of this uh, is that this broad is not doing her job. The kids she teaches are getting cheated. They will be dumber because of it. And she should be fired. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm way off. Maybe I'm just taking it, too. I, I don't understand how... Okay, so let, let's talk about the view. So I don't understand how this sh- show is on the air. I I really don't. So the view, of course, the the, the hot uh, political wing, uh, they're actually just a democratic talking uh, talking board. These guys were talk. Joe Biden went on Tuesday went to Arizona. He went to go inspect a uh, a factory, a chips factory, a semiconductors factory that they were building in Arizona, and which we passed a bill a few months ago that will allow the government to subsidize these chip factories, and that's because our chips are built in Taiwan. Taiwan's being threatened by China, and if China attacks Taiwan, we're not going to get any chips, and then everything from cars to computers are are not going to be able to be built. Okay, so this all makes sense. It's it's actually a good law. I like the law. I know they filled it with some fat, but, you know, it's something we need to do. All right. So he was... Joe Biden was in Phoenix... And he was asked the question, well, you're in a border state. Why don't you go visit the border while you're here? And Joe Biden came up with a an extremely flippant answer. And Republicans, of course, pounced on it. He doesn't care. Which is true. I, I don't see what the problem is. Well, if you took this really hard-hearted. They, they just were destroyed by it. So... They decided to have a discussion about it. And of course, it's Republicans' fault because we're all racist, bigots, homophobes, xenophobes, whatever. So Whoopi decided that she was going to talk about this. And <laughs> they all talked about it. And these broads, they're so terrible to listen to. Okay, so let's listen to what Whoopi's got to say.
3: President Biden was in Arizona yesterday to visit a site of new microchip manufacturing plant. And a lot of Republicans are very upset And how he answered reporters' question. Take a look.
0: Why go to a border
3: state and not visit the border? Because the more important thing going on, they're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. Yeah. So I'm just going to reiterate that. They're saying, you know, the Republicans keep saying the economy is people's number one priority. But the chips manufacturing deal that Biden signed is bringing jobs back to America and out of China. Yeah. yeah. So this is why. It's, huge. it's I mean, and there is a bipartisan deal right, being worked on now. And see, this is what y'all missed the point. You got to tell your people, stop <laughs> missing the point. It's, yeah. You know? And stop missing the point.
0: There's a reason yeah. that you didn't catch on. You should have, but you. To- I swear to God, you watch that show and you can smell the stupid. Okay. I do. Like I said, I do agree with the chips bill. But the chips bill is not going to fix the economy right away. (laughs) It's going to take years for them to build these factories. And that's great. Let it take years. It should have been done earlier. It wasn't. That's fine. But let's not get too excited about this is going to fix the economy next week. It's not. All right. And I don't know who writes Whoopi's scripts, But they need to get some fact-checkers. Semiconductors are not made in China. They're made in Taiwan. We do not. It is illegal for us to buy semiconductors from China. It is illegal. Lenovo laptops cannot be used by the federal government because the chips come from China. It's illegal. They won't do it. We buy our chips from Taiwan, which is being threatened by China. She always, and, and she always does this. She says, Republicans are missing the point. No, we'll be, you're missing the point. The southern border is experiencing a huge crisis right now. People are dying. Property is being destroyed. Drugs are getting through into the country, killing our people. She doesn't get that. Joe Biden is president of the United States. He is responsible for protecting the southern border. She doesn't get that. And he's not. Here's what Whoopi doesn't get. Joe Biden doesn't care about the border. And likewise, she doesn't care about the border. He wants tons of illegal aliens and new voters in the country. And by the way, she's worried about the economy so much? I don't know. Three million illegal aliens all getting uh, federal aid? Does that sound like that's helping the economy at all? Whoopi doesn't care about the border because the border doesn't affect her. No illegal aliens are running across her lawn in Beverly Hills. She doesn't have to clean up uh, the dead bodies in her fields. I'm sorry, this is bending the knee to Joe Biden. It's just crazy to me. She should just say no one cares about the border. And stop blaming Republicans for pointing out there's a problem at the border. Because the president doesn't care. He really just doesn't care. Now, there is a there is a real rush to figure out who is the dumbest on the view. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, I think she's probably number three. But Joy Behar and Sonny Hostin, yeah, they're really struggling to get number one. I mean, right now... Joy Behar is, is number one, but I mean, Sonny Hawson recently has really put her, put her cojones on the, on the road and is trying to reach for that number one dumbest person on this show. So she's saying that the border crisis is not actually a crisis, it's just political theater. Let's listen to her.
1: It's just a lot of political theater I see coming from the Republicans. They're trying to reframe the conversation as to what is important to Americans, how abortion uh, isn't important to Americans. I don't know. It was important at the voter booth for them. Um, you know, it's inflation, inflation, inflation. The price of gas is sky high. I just paid about $2.50 here in New York for gas. That's true. Um, I have I'll an, an old clunker car, but still. And, and And the other thing is, you know, you see these Republicans going to the border and then taking boats to the border. And then you see DeSantis sending migrants to Martha's Vineyard. That's all theater. What are they working on so that the dreamers can actually have something? I mean, there is a bipartisan. Yes. yes. So that DACA recipients, dreamers, Mm -hmm. so that we can have undocumented immigrants who are some of the most talented people that we have coming into this country. Why can't they work on
0: that instead? I can't believe this broad actually went to Notre Dame. She's a lawyer from Notre Dame. Okay, some things here. Um, Republicans aren't reframing anything. They say we've got a border problem. We need to solve this border problem. We've had this border problem since before Ronald Reagan was president. Trump is being blamed for the border crisis when he had 100K crossings a month. Now we are at... Two two to three hundred thousand crossing a month, and oh, it's not a problem. The media ripped Donald Trump when it was a hundred thousand people crossing the border. The Republicans wanted a wall. We had ideas: build a wall. That's going to stop a lot of it. And by the way, um, what did Democrat Democrats had no solutions. They just wanted amnesty for everybody. We'll get to that in a second. By the way, um, she's full of crap. She does not pay $2.50 a gallon for gas in New York State. Nowhere in New York is the price under $3.70 a a price. And in case you don't know what it was, before when Biden took office, it was at $2.66 a gallon. So her sitting there and lying and saying, oh yeah, I just paid $2.50. No, you didn't. You haven't paid $2.50 in probably five years. Come on, lady. Um... Here's the thing. Is it theater that 7,000 people are crossing the border a day? Is it theater that most of the fentanyl that has killed over 100,000 people last year is coming over the border illegally? Is Is it theater that drug cartels are trafficking people and getting richer because of our wide open borders? Is it theater that we have close to 3 million illegal crossings this year? Is that all theater? Woman's a freaking idiot. And by the way, the big argument, and it's a bad argument, there's a big argument, and it's a bad argument. This whole thing is about amnesty. That's what it comes down to. First off, not all those crossing the border are good people. That is a lie. We have caught people who have criminal records. We have caught people who have crossed multiple times and been sent back. We have caught people that are on terrorist watch lists to sit back. And, and that goes for the DACA recipients, too. They're not all good people. That is just a lie. That is not true. Some dreamers are not good people. Some dreamers are living off the government. I would say there's probably a good 50% of them that shouldn't be in the country. If everyone was a good person, they wouldn't illegally break into our country. And I'm not talking to dreamers here. Dreamers didn't have a choice. And I hate calling them dreamers. They're illegal aliens too. Okay? You broke into our country, you already have a strike against you. You've already broken our law. You broke our law by just being here. And finally, you cannot have amnesty until you close the border. You cannot sit there, we need to give the dreamers amnesty. No, you can't do that. You have a path to citizenship. No, you can't do that. You need to close the border first. Or you're going to end up with not 7,000 people crossing a day. You're going to end up with 14,000 people crossing a day. you got to close the border first. And then you talk about a pathway to citizenship and what we're going to do with illegal aliens. And by the way, that doesn't mean every illegal alien gets amnesty. No, some of them have to go back. I mean, we learned this in the 1980s when Reagan granted amnesty and suddenly our border surged. Okay, well, here, here's... Uh, if, final. We, we need to... Here, in this last clip, it's Whoopi going off again and <laughs> Joy Behar just, you know, being coming up with a cogent, reasonable, and logical argument again. Uh, here, let's just listen.
1: So did the economy matter or not? It did matter.
3: And we would have found out about what you just said. And he could have gone to the border just to shut them up.
2: Well, and yeah. S- Senator Mark <laughs> Kelly, the new Democratic senator from Arizona, or was reelected. Yeah. He said there are a lot of Democrats who don't understand our southern border, but then a lot of Republicans who just want to talk about it. And I think mm-hmm. to, to your point, Biden, I think it would have been good for Biden to go or at yeah. least not dismiss Total it. It's um, uh, a very valuable. It, right, well, in and it shows that you're engaged. I just in think it. it's
1: such theater. It is. I don't, but I don't, don't need game. to see him at the border. But you know like, like, what? Yes. He could have not.
3: But you know, he can't walk on all the water all the time.
1: <laughs> well the reporters, they <laughs> scream think... questions at him, and the point was all we heard was about this. Now he's standing there and he's finishing it, and they're like, Oh, but what about world hunger? Like they're like, <laughs> they just want to get another thing, and like that's why he's sniffed. That's the point. I exactly would like to gives, get my car. You know, yeah. I would yeah. like so... to get my car out of the supply chain. <laughs> <to> yeah. <laughs> <problematic> <laughs> yes. yes, Yeah. You know, oh, I'm
0: so sorry. <laughs> We'll be right back. Oh wow! It, it, tippa, do, do you see where? I, when you hear the stereotypical prejudice that men have when a bunch of women get together and start talking, this is it. Do, does anything? Th- these broads are all talking over themselves. They all agree with each other. They all have to repeat their 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 sentiments. It's just terrible. Okay, so some things here. Typical Joy Behar. Biden should go to have gone to the border just to shut Republicans up. How about he should have gone to the border to see if there's a problem, and then maybe he can try and come up with ideas to fix the problem. Right? I mean, are these guys are completely dismissing that there actually is a problem at the border because that's what it sounds like. But again, it's not an issue for Joy, because she lives in a gated community, a gated mansion in Beverly Hills. She doesn't care. It doesn't change her life. Republicans only want to talk about the border crisis. Hello, they have no power in Congress. We can't make any changes. We can't vote to build a wall. We can't vote to put in, uh, remain in Mexico which Joe Biden would veto anyway. What exactly can Republicans do? We don't have answers. Well, Republicans know what one answer is, and not just suddenly grant amnesty to everybody. You notice whoopie saying that Biden can't walk on water all the time. I find this an extremely offensive statement. To compare Joe Biden to Jesus Christ, what a reach. Joe Biden has single handedly destroyed this country. He has enabled uh, Afghanistan to be run by a bunch of freaking 8th century barbarians. He wants abortion. He wants to mutilate kids. He allows human trafficking. He doesn't give a damn if people are dying on the streets of fentanyl, are homeless, are mentally ill, are on drugs. This is a guy who hardly seems Christ-like to me. And then, the, the last comment in there, that it, that was that was that was precious. Um, the big difference between solving the border crisis and solving world hunger is that the border crisis is solvable, and it is our problem, and it was solved. And Joe Biden's policies opened up the border again remember the remain in mexico policy that joe biden just overrode with a executive order yeah no there's a big difference between oh we're going to find one problem yes we're going to find one problem after the other the republicans are going to he could fix the border crisis tomorrow and republicans are going to point to another problem yes we are you know why there's so many problems he's created He created the border crisis. He created inflation. He created high gas prices. He created the high crime. He created the homelessness crisis. You know something? What's wild and crazy? Is if Joe Biden wasn't president, we wouldn't have any of these problems. My gosh, I I just can't get through everything. So I'm definitely doing a podcast tomorrow. There's no way. I, I really want to get to the story. I'm going to lead it off tomorrow and then hit with a couple of culture stories. But it's a very important story. The story is going to be about the mental health of our children and a study that has been done by the Christian Post. And I, I find it so disturbing. I'm even thinking of doing it right now. But I don't want to end on another bummer. So, And I've got some really funny stories that we can talk about after this one but so i will do a, a podcast tomorrow i hope you guys have a great day i hope you enjoy this is gene and you've listened to dumb asses talking politics